I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the Soul Sisters podcast. We have a little bonus episode for you guys today with country star Kelsey Ballerini. We are big fans of Kelsey's here at Billboard. She is a wonderful talent. She is breaking records on the charts with her debut full-length album, which uh, has been producing hit after hit, and she came to our office to perform a few songs from it, and um, she popped into the studio with us to chat with Soul Sisters about what her experience has been and uh, the new album that she's working on and how she has maintained her sanity in this insane past year that she's had. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation that we had with Kelsey Ballerini. Woo. Hi, guys. Woo. Hey. Kelsey Ballerini <laughs> on Soul Sisters, everybody. Hello, Soul Sisters. This is exciting. I feel yes. like um, we've caught you while you're super, super, super hot. Not that you're going to stop being super, super, super hot, <laughs> but this is an especially exciting moment for you. So I'm very honored to have you on the Thank show. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for making a little me. time. Um, so you just performed for our office. I did. And that was fun. That Everyone was fun. Was really excited. I always like coming here. Surprise hotline. I didn't mean to do that, but it happened. <laughs> here we are. Here we it just are. lives inside of you. So at any moment it could spring out. <laughs> I love rap music. I love Drake. And so, yeah, it, yeah. it sneaks out every now and again. Okay. So you're secretly learning rap lyrics all the time? Like, I want to do a collaboration with a rapper. You should. Because when be does awesome. country and rap mix? Not often. It's true. We were just talking about this, how there's like actually really similar themes between absolutely rap and country. Mm-hmm. absolutely like, especially the more dark stuff <laughs> yeah there's some darker overlap well because we were interviewing chance the rapper and Mary Morris. Morris. yeah yeah so we were trying to facilitate a conversation with them about how their genres overlap. And yeah, I mean, that we were brainstorming that there's some stuff where, you know, if you're talking about like substance abuse pops up a lot in both genres. <laughs> yes. Um, or domestic abuse yep. or, you know, other stuff. But it's not, it's, it's not all so the genres. exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but there is some overlap there. Um, anyway, well, I hope that you do that. That sounds awesome. Would Drake be your dream collaborator? Yes. Yes. Hard yes. Uh-huh. So awesome. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> most people's these days. Yeah, I know. Or just like most people's dream friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, let's, let's assess where you are right now. Okay. In this moment of your career. Okay. You have a bunch of hits on your hands, right? I have three. That's a lot. <laughs> that is it's more than that me. That is have. a lot. Three from <laughs> one album, three. which is yes. your debut album. So, to put it in context, three is like a the really high a percentage for you. Three is a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I was just saying in there, uh-huh. I, you know, I made this record with my friends. None of us had anything on the radio. None of us could get in the room with anyone that had anything on the radio. Uh-huh. Um, and why was that? 
I mean, we were just like the new kids. No one knew us. Okay. And we didn't have anyone big enough working with us uh-huh. to like, for anyone to have a reason to get in the room with us. Right. Um, that's just the truth of it. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that now because we were able to just create this like naive, free, creative world mm-hmm. um, that we made this album in. And there was no one saying, oh, well, that wouldn't work on the radio or like, oh, well, that, you know, that's too mid or whatever. Like, we just, we didn't know. Yeah. And um, I I think that was a really beautiful thing. And it's something that I'm trying to get back to now, starting the second album, mm-hmm. trying to get back to that world of before I knew what it is, you know? Yeah. So the first album was called The First Time. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that title has various meanings behind it. Yes. Do you want to speak to any of them? <laughs> yeah. First? Well, it's, there's a song on the record called The First Time. Mm-hmm. It's the one song on the album that I wrote by myself. It's a super personal song. Um, but it, I knew that with the release of this album, whether it turned into what it, what it is or mm-hmm. whether it didn't, it would just be the beginning of a lot of firsts. Yeah. And um, my first single, my first album, my first opera debut, my first tour, all of that stuff, you know? And I just kind of wanted it to, to be a real, like, mark of of this time in my life mm-hmm. and it really has been because it's it's been a lot of the firsts that I've gotten to experience and you've set some firsts we should also I say. did not mean to do that yeah but it happened <laughs> I didn't mean to I, so I always cool. butcher I always butcher these stats but I wrote them out so I can make sure that I say them right okay so okay. love me like you mean it peaked at number one on billboard's country airplay chart after 38 weeks um, you were the first female artist to lead the country airplay chart with a debut in nine years since Carrie Underwood when she had Jesus Take the Wheel in 2006. Also, two days ago was your 23rd birthday, is that right? Uh, September 12th. September 12th. The day that Peter Pan went number one was oh, my birthday. Oh, that's funny. I thought when I read September 12th that we were in September because it is I October. lost all sense of time. <laughs> that's like, amazing. Like, How do I do that math really badly? Song. Because it's not September anymore. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, but Peter Pan, mm-hmm. um, that went to the top of the country songs chart. Also, like around the time of your birthday, right? On I my birthday. Like on your birthday. On That's my birthday, awesome I went birthday number one. Present. I was like, And the top nope. of the country airplay chart. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. Both. Um, and that was the first time that, that a female happened. artist had topped both. Yeah. In the same week. Yeah. So that's a powerful. Wow. That's a powerful I know. Birthday. I've ever. I know. Isn't that yeah. crazy? It's weird to think about. That's really weird. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Like, good job. I mean, thanks. <laughs> so, because Hot Country Songs is airplay, sales, and streaming. Yeah. Country airplay is airplay. Radio. So, it's like, you really checked off all the boxes there. Oh, wow. Just, like, rounded the bases. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, that's cool. It's a great song. I love thanks. it. Thanks. Yeah. It was my favorite song I got to put out yeah. so far. Yeah. Why? You know, I think that I think that we got to show, like, a really fun like flirty young side of me with uh-huh. love me like you mean it and dibs and that's a side of me for sure and i'm proud of those songs i'm proud of that sound but yeah. um i don't know i just felt like i needed to actually say something that was like had a little more depth to it you know and mm-hmm. peter pan was that for me what is that song saying to you well i think it talks about a kind of heartbreak that not a lot of people talk about because it's easier to write about you know someone cheating or like some big moment of dishonesty or whatever where it's one thing you can look back and point your finger at and get Uh mad at and want to kill him or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which we do a lot in country music. Uh Um, But, you know, there's there's another sad kind of heartbreak, and it's when someone just can't emotionally match the other person. Mm -hmm. And it happens a lot, I think, in early love, in young love. Mm -hmm. And, um, And that's what this song talks about. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's cool. That's the video where you cast a really beautiful model. He's beautiful. Guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which actually is really fitting for the kind of guy that you're describing. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hidden danger. It's a, a hidden danger. Really pretty guys. Yeah. That's yeah. what we wanted the whole video to capture was like the adrenaline and um, just kind of like fearlessness that you feel when you're young and in mm -hmm. love, but then the heartbreak that you have afterwards. Yeah. So you started writing a lot of those songs a long time ago, right? From yeah. the first album? Yeah. Like... 10 years ago? Well, I started writing songs when I was 20, or 22, when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that we, I had to write a lot until I found like the sound that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think we found the sound with Let Me Like You Mean It. So I would say that we wrote the whole first album in like the last three, four years. Got it. Okay. Because we had to get onto something that made sense where it was like cohesive when you listen to it top right. to bottom. Yeah. But you probably feel a lot older more mature or experienced I since do you started writing that album it's crazy I mean those are very formative years for anybody let yeah. alone someone who's undergone even the last year that you've had yes so and I'm like, interested to see what the new stuff sounds like then I'm really excited about it I'm I'm more excited about the new stuff than I ever have been about anything I've gotten to put out yeah um and I'm proud of what I've gotten to put out so I, I just feel like naturally you I'm still growing up in my in my early 20s 21 to 23 and um I've I've gotten to experience a lot of like crazy moments in my mm -hmm. life that I never thought I'd get to experience. I've experienced like a breakup. I've experienced, you know, finding like love. And yeah. I don't know. I just all these things that like I'm I'm really passionate about writing about. Yeah. Um that the new album will definitely talk about. I mean, I was gonna ask you if you've had time to have fun or have a life, <laughs> have life given it's everything you've been doing. It really is tough, but I just I think that I've made it a priority. Okay. Um, how do you do that? Like how does that actually play out day to day when you're promoting this Meteoric yeah. new album. Yeah. Well, I think for the first year and a half, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, truly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but then I think that I wasn't happy as a person. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I've learned, even just by, by watching, by being close to other artists, by having friends that are other artists, I think there's two kind of artists. I think there's the kind of artists that, to their, co their core, all the time, from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed, they are artists. Mm -hmm. That's their identity. That's who they are. And... It's beautiful. And then there are the kind of people that they walk on stage and they're the artist and they walk off stage and they're the person. So which one are you? I always thought I would be artist, sun up till sundown, and I'm not. Interesting. And and it took me it took me getting really exhausted. Was there like a moment or a specific period yeah. in time that you can cite? There was. I, I was I was um, on the road all the time. I was doing absolutely everything. Uh -huh. And I lost my voice during a really big um, like radio seminar okay. in Nashville. And I walked off stage and I was just like, I'm canceling this week. I'm And I got a cabin outside of Nashville by myself for like four days. Wow. And I took my dog and that was it. <laughs> and the only person who came to see me actually was Hillary Scott from Lady Antebellum because she's like my big sister. And she came over to this cabin. It was Valentine's Day and she brought me food and we sat on Aww. the floor I swear this is the truth. She's like the best friend yeah. ever. And she's the best. And I bawled. And I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. And she's like, you have to be a person. You have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you your heart needs. And what I've found since then is putting those boundaries into place, saying like, okay, I'm going to work solid for four months, and then I'm going to take four days, and I'm going to go somewhere with my friends mm -hmm. or whatever. It helps me recharge enough to be a better artist. Right. And that's what I've 
had to learn about myself because yeah. it's hard to, to know before you get into it, you know? Totally. Yeah. Have you been able to, like, pay attention and nurse your friendships from before you became famous? Like, how has that been for you? It's tough. Because now you have famous friends. Like <laughs> it's really about. tough. Yeah. The friendship, it's, that's something that, like, I'm very conscious of right now, actually. It's something that I'm kind of going through. Um, I, I think have, for everyone in their early 20s, by the way, it's hard. Yes. Yeah. You're going through you're out super of college. crazy life changes. Yeah. Yours is just like turned up to 11. It's, <laughs> it's tough. It really is tough. Yeah. And I, I think I have like three good friends from before all of this started. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of my friends are people that I work with. Yeah. Um, which is awesome, but also kind of scary because you work with them. Right. Um, and I've I've had to... Boundaries again. Yeah, yeah. boundaries. Yeah. And it's it's and then it's hard to make new friends. Um it's an interesting... How do you make new friends when you're famous? I don't even consider myself famous. I'm just like new, newly into this. But even okay. still... You're newly famous. But, it's, <laughs> but I'm sure it's already harder for you than it was before. It is. Yeah. It is. And I think even if it... I think I'm just more cautious, if yeah. anything. Um, but it makes me value like those three friends that I have from before anything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So take us back a little bit because I want to make sure... I, I'm sure there are lots of people, but particularly young women listening to this who really look up to you and possibly want to do what you're doing. And the question is always like, how exactly did she break in? And it's always a different story for everybody. But if you, if there's any like lesson or moment that you could look back to, that could be like a teaching moment for someone, what would Mm. that be? I always say when people ask me for advice, um, that, it's hard for me to give advice because I still ask for it all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the most frustrating and the most rewarding thing to try to break into the music industry because it's not a set path. Like, everyone has a different story. Right. You know? So it's it's hard to tell someone how to do it because yeah. everyone's different. But once you do it, it's your own. Yeah. It's your own path. Well, what did it for you? Like, what do you think was the breaking point that really, like, pushed you through to this level that you're at now? I think as a young girl, people were very passive with me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started taking myself seriously and I walked in with 100 songs and I walked in with a list of goals and I set up and I spoke up and I took myself seriously, people took me seriously. Okay. But I think in the music industry, for whatever reason, as a young girl especially, mm-hmm. um, people are passive with you and mm-hmm. you have to take yourself seriously and your craft seriously for people to do the same. That's what I had to learn. That's a good lesson. Yeah. yeah. That's very soul sisters-ish on yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, where are you living these days? I just bought a house. <gasps> Whoa. What? Yeah, girl, yeah. that's grown up. I know. I am adulting hard. But you know what? <laughs> I It's so funny. I bought the house. And then I have like twinkle lights everywhere. I have a beanbag chair. I'm like, it's still like, it's still like a you know little girl house inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a playhouse. It is. Will you say what city? You don't. Oh, it's in Nashville. Oh, okay. I live in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. I love Nashville. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm never really home. So when I am home, I'm like in my house. Home. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, you have some award shows coming up. That's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. I love award some shows. CMA nominations. Yeah. AMA nominations. Yeah, it's crazy. CMAs. I'm really excited about. Um, Last year was my first year going, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's it's a big deal in country music. The CMAs yeah. are right, and it's like um, the Oscars. Of it's country music. exactly, yeah. 
It's the 50th anniversary, it's, so it's going to oh, be a big oh, show this it's year. Be crazy yeah. talent there. Oh yeah. my gosh! So I'm really excited. And actually, next week I think is the CMT Artist of the Year Award Show. Okay. Which is like, um, it's it's hard to explain. It's kind of like the Emmy. Would you say the Emmys or the Oscars? Of the country Golden awards, Globes. Golden Globes of the awards. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, the, like the one where everyone gets drunk. Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Golden yeah. Globes. Everyone's seated. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. In the it's more of a center. party. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but they do five artists of the year, which is uh, Thomas Rhett, Florida Georgia Line, um, Carrie Underwood. Who else is it? Jason's already pretty cool. No. <laughs> yeah, I said him, and two other ones. I'm the worst. I'm gonna forget. But. Okay. Um, Chris Stapleton, and then one other person. Um, Five hours of the year, and then Uh they do a, like, superstar, like, legendary award that's going to Shania Twain. And then they do a new artist award, which is going to me. And so... Wait, I feel like I read that you're obsessed with Shania Twain. Is that because of this, though? No. I mean, is that why it came up, or is that... Okay. No, but... So I'm I'm performing for that. I'm doing Peter Pan for that. Okay. And getting that award. But then I get to honor Shania in front of Shania with Megan Trainor and... Who else was announced today? Jill Scott, maybe? Yes. Yes. What? So, ha And that's just, like, <laughs> no, amazing fate that that's... It's amazing fate. Like, one of your ultimates. And Absolutely. Wow. I'm very excited about it. Have you so met that's her before? Next week. No, but I went to her show in Vegas, <laughs> and on the show Greatest Hits that I did on ABC, I covered Man, I Felt Like a Woman. Wow. I was obsessed with that song growing up. Same. Like that, I thought I was, like, so Karaoke sassy song. running around singing oh, right? That. I was, like, so, like, empowered, and I had no idea. I feel like I can like remember many young girls being sassy to that song yeah. <laughs> in a way that they couldn't even song. possibly comprehend yes, at that I had age. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it taught us to be sassy, so that's a good that's thing. That's a good thing. Thanks, Sass Shania. is good. Yeah. Sass is good. Sass is very good. Um, all right, final burning question. Tell me. What are you gonna be for Halloween? There's an award show on Halloween. Oh uh, man. Nashville. So you're gonna but be an artist? I'm not <laughs> You're gonna be yourself. I am not the kind of girl that like tries to get really cute for Halloween. Too ambitious. I am like Chick Fil A cow suit, yes. nuggets in my hand. Our like, kind of girl. Yeah, Mark, just be funny. Yeah, I just that's the best. Totally, absolutely. So I'll be something ridiculous. I'm I'm celebrating on the 29th, I think, because that's when that's all the national Saturday. parties yeah. are. Exactly. So that's where I'll be. So, but good. you don't know what you're gonna be at this year. No, okay. something ridiculous though. Good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't. I'm open to suggestions if you have one. Yeah, um, tweet them in, guys. There's gonna be like a million elevens running around and like everyone. Oh gosh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Did you watch Stranger? Yes, and it ended too quickly. Thinking about being like just the lights. Yeah, I just want to like wrap myself in. Oh, that's a good idea. That's it. I really love that show. It's only eight episodes. Yeah, what was that? Very digestible. I know. I was halfway through the eighth episode and didn't realize it was like this was the last one. I was like, wow, everything's really wrapping up. And I'm like, oh, this is it. We're we're almost done. I just started Blacklist. Have you guys watched that? Not. I've heard it's amazing. I just started. Wait, the James Spader show? That one? I don't know who that is. Uh, it's it is. It is. It is. Are you talking about Black Orphan or Black Mirror? What? Blacklist. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Blacklist. Yes, Blacklist. And I like am the kind of person to fall asleep during every show recently. And I watched four episodes in a row. That's how you know. There you go. Official endorsement. Kelsey yeah. Ballerini says Boom. watch Blacklist. Yes. <laughs> I want a guest star. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Um, all right, cool. Thanks, cool. lady. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. You. Thanks, guys. Uh, Good girl talk. Yeah, exactly. Never thought you'd leave me lonely. Just a lost boy with your head up in the clouds. You're just a lost 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.